From the studios of their respective lounge rooms, a team of pyjama-clad TV tragics ready to slice, dice and dissect the best and worst of what's on the box. It's TV Binge Box. Well, hello everyone. I'm Dan Bennett. Welcome to a very special TV Binge Box podcast. Special for a couple of reasons, chief amongst them. For the first time ever, we're all together in the same room at the same time, face to face. Let me tell you, things are about to get loose. Isn't that right, Steve Mock? So very loose, Dan, (laughs) and it's great to be seeing your face. It is great to see you. A big hello as well to our divine hostess for the evening, the lovely Joe. So nice to finally get to, are we allowed to say we actually hugged? I know yeah. we were supposed to elbow don't, tap. Don't send if us anybody from the New South Wales police is listening, we didn't touch each other. <laughs> we didn't. We no. didn't. But it's so, so divine to have you all here. Welcome so to my humble page. No, I won't talk about the popcorn incident. Oh, yeah, we will I, not talk about the I popcorn incident. I will talk incident. about the popcorn <laughs> incident. We'll be revealed soon on that one. And rounding out the pack, it's everyone's favourite, the Age and SMH columnist, Mr. Gravitas himself, Stephen mm. Brook. Hello, Brookie. Hello, Dan. Hello, Malk. Hello, Joe, hello, Joe's pets. Hello, Joe's children. <laughs> we are all here yes. gathered around the table. <laughs> Who are, yeah, gathered around the dining room table. Fast we and loose, are. friends. That's what tonight is. Indeed. <laughs> as well as being together, it also happens to be our 20th episode. And look, any excuse to celebrate, so we are all in. Of course, a massive thanks to everyone who listens. We love our little bindies very much. We've got a we fun do. little community happening, so thanks for coming along for the ride. And what would a celebration be without Brookie's quiz? Back for another round. (laughs) Ready to defend my title. We'll see about that. It's even got music. Yeah, well, that's it. Brookie (laughs) has some surprises in store this time. Is that right, Brookie? I do. And, Malk, you have very stiff competition because for the first time we are opening it up so that Mm. our listeners and members of our Facebook group can play along at home. Oh, right. I thought it was a live thing. I was trying to work out how we were doing that. (laughs) Like a Facebook live thing or something. I was like, wow. We'll hear hear all about that very soon. Um, But it can't be all fun and games, of course. We have to do a bit of TV reviewing as well because that's what it says on our podcast team. And we have just finished watching together a much-anticipated new Aussie drama series. So much to discuss, so let's do it. It's time for... Group Binge. All right, this week our Group Binge was the brand-new melodrama from creator and writer extraordinaire Bevan Lee. Ten episodes, Sunday nights at 8.30pm or thereabouts on Channel 7. It's about the wealthy and privileged Walford family and the down-to-earth Grey family and how their worlds collide. Philip Quast, Hermione Norris and Sarah Weissman star. It's shot across Sydney in some truly spectacular locations. Mm. Um, I have to confess, I have had the privilege of reading the scripts for the first five episodes of this show. So it was really fun watching my fellow binge boxers mm. reacting <laughs> as all the twists and turns in this show play it out. And there are lots of them. Um, let me tell you, what you see is very much not what you get in this show. Lots to unpack. Brookie, let me start with you. This is not your standard Aussie drama fair. Sorry, the dog. I just stood on the dog <laughs> and the dog's just growled at me. So <laughs> <laughs> That was feral. Minty. This is very Sorry, real. Minty. She was very keen to put her two cents <laughs> worth in. Indeed. Sorry, this is not your standard Aussie drama fair, Brookie. What were your thoughts? I thought it was a very slick production. Uh, I was quite captivated by it. And you're v- absolutely right, things are not what they seem because... Uh, watch the first episode and we have also watched the second episode all together and there's a gradual unravelling of all the assumptions we've made about this very rich Mm. and powerful, bad, evil Packer slash Murdoch (laughs) 
family mm. of tycoons, yes. mm. and then the good, wholesome, struggle street battlers who uh, are out um, in the suburbs uh, playing footy and are the good, and somehow their worlds combine. I thought it was actually both very modern, but actually also very traditional. And mm. I thought of Sons and Daughters, which mm, created yes. Bevan, uh, creative uh, force behind uh, Between Two Worlds, Bevan Lee was also heavily involved in. But I also actually thought way back to vintage Australian dramas that you can really only find on YouTube nowadays involving the super rich such as Possessions. Oh. Amazing. And check this clip out on Go YouTube. There. Taurus Rising. Yes, oh, I don't remember oh. that one. No, well, uh, it's that that starts very dramatically with a jet flying over a big city and nasty rich people, which is a bit of a trope. Yeah. Uh, Sydney has never looked so good, yes. I thought. Gosh. And some of these people start off being incredibly nasty to each other. Uh, let's just say that the wholesome angle or our wholesome assumptions with some of the cast members are very quickly unraveled in episode two so it's something that although it's on a free-to-air network Mm. is not something that you can watch lightly you really have to concentrate and you really have to give which i am generally don't do this i'm a one episode guy if i am not compelled by something after the opening episode i'm prepared to ditch it but Clearly, as Bevan Lee has said, there is much more to it and you need to give this three episodes. Mm. We haven't seen the third episode, but you have a much better idea of what's going on. And I do have to say, Dan, that out of everyone in this group, you were the quietest person. Mm. Whereas sitting next to you, Steve Monk was bellowing (laughs) away. Uh, But actually, to his credit, got a major... Yes. He did did nail on the head... Uh, Early. And, but he seemed to be thoroughly enjoying it. He he was. And Brookie actually mentioned there, Malk, mm. the, that Sydney's never looked better. Yes. Mm. Um, the production values on this were pretty next level. Yeah, amazing. Like, from the get-go, um, the distinction being made between the families, and that that's pretty clear, yeah. is stark. Even down to, we, we had a discussion, well, technically I told all of you, but we had a discussion, Dan, <laughs> Um uh, around the colour choices mm. between the way that the mega rich Walford family and the Aussie, you know, AFL family, um, the the Greys looked, it, it, it's it's that clean and distinct yeah. that when we cut between the stories, the colour is different. Chris Crib Standers is, is directs the first two episodes we've seen, and look, I, I I love his work, and it is very clear that his eye has been across this yeah. to to just see. Some of, I don't want to get super wanky, right? But but just the look and yeah. and the hold on some of the, um, some of the scenes before you know, so that they could edit. Yeah, they've just held on that little bit longer for something or found yeah. those moments to to lean into. It was really entertaining. Yeah, I found it to be. I'm not going to say it's going to transform the face of Australian drama. It's really good Australian drama for the two episodes that I've seen. Yeah. Um. I absolutely want to go home and watch the third straight away or now afterwards if we're up for it, friends. Yep. Um, like I'm there. The, the, there was some stuff that I'm not going to say it's 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 a fait accompli though. There's some stuff that I sort of sit back on and go, well, but let's be frank. I'm not the smartest man in the room. And if I can pick, you know, one the of twist. those moments, yep. then 
have I suddenly become the smartest man in the room? Or was it that it just got, I picked up on the right cues? I think you were searching. Yeah, You were sure. searching for what was going to connect the these two families well, together. Because the difference is so stark. It is very clear. Here's the people with all the money. Yeah. And here's the, the not people with all of the money. Yeah. It's called Between Two Worlds. So where's the bridging link? There's like, they are not connected. Yes. See, some of us don't think that far ahead. Like, so you kept mm. telling me the title. It kept leaving my mind. I hadn't, it, mm. you know, I know I knew we were watching it this week, but sure. I didn't actually, it didn't sit in my brain. And when you mentioned it again and you talked, you were telling the kids the premise of, of it being about two families and it sort of went in one ear and out the other. So I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't sure. looking for the, for yeah. the link. Yep. And I don't think most people watch with that. I think you're super cluey. Yeah, and and you were being Inspector Cluso at that point. Oh, and, and possibly, uh, you know, a bit cynical. I like to unravel right. the deal. Or what's, what's See, the, I was like, our, I think my jaw sort of went, oh, oh hang happen, on, yeah. pause, <laughs> wait, what just happened there? Because I wasn't good, right? expecting it. But that's good because that's what we want the audience as it stands to, to do. We want them to have the moment where they go, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching, mm. and then, hello. And this was a really interesting one for Channel 7 promos in terms of how they presented this one to the audience mm. because – you can't really give the story away yeah, yeah. without right. ruining it. So, so they the had a lot of um, trouble in terms of how they presented it. Mm. And fact, full credit to them that they haven't given it away. Absolutely. Um, in fact, Bevan Lee, the creator of this show and the writer of the first two episodes and most of the episodes actually across the 10-episode season, did a really interesting podcast chat with Aaron Ryan yes. on the TV Black Box um, feed or TV mm-hmm. Black Box page. Yep. Um, started streaming yesterday. It's a great chat about Bevan's whole career but mm. also in particular obviously this show and he talks a lot about how difficult it was not just keeping those twists from the press when they're shooting because of course paparazzi and people are all over the place yeah 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 but then as a network how they presented it to the audience to still try to ca- to compel them in to watch without giving anything but, away but well two things with that do you think audiences these days with so much to watch are actually that invested in wanting do you know what I mean? Like a young I people. I do, and I have been thinking think about this a lot oh, because I thought Minty. Sorry, she's <laughs> taken my glasses. We'll blame her for everything. I thought it. It. Uh, Did I they wheel Andrew McFarlane out for a lot of the pre-publicity? Because I'm not giving any spoilers or anything. But did they? I I don't know about that, right. but. I thought of reading a really intense novel that you have to concentrate on, and this is in some ways a TV equivalent of that. And it's on a free-to-air mm. network, but it's also in a way a bit like a streaming drama that you mm. can binge. Yep, good hooks right at the end. whilst you got the big twist, we then had a big discussion about a very early dramatic moment, mm. which you involved the that. death of a no. major <laughs> character that we thought yes we knew what had happened but then later on in the second episode there was a scene involving that dramatic incident where another character which we were unaware of being cryptic appeared (laughs) in and we're like well actually things are not as they seem Uh, because we do jump back in time the first episode jumps through a couple, uh, of time frames. a couple of time frames, but the second episode then goes back and other people are involved. They're sort of in the shadows. Fills some gaps in. They're behind the pillars mm. in the office and we're thinking mm. almost nothing is as it seems. But well, that's, that's, sorry, I was just going to say, but that's the, 
there's nothing worse than a really telegraphed reveal, right? Mm. And we have all sat through dramas and gone, oh my God, he's standing behind the pillar, mm. whatever. You know, there's something, something. Poirot knows the guy that did it in the first three minutes and so do we. Um, I, I think the fact that we didn't pick that thing that you're talking about mm. in episode one is, look, really smart writing. Because it kept us engaged. We knew that something happened. Mm. We, we got to like, compartmentalise it, put it on the shelf and go, we know that's important. We don't know what it is or why it is. We're getting a little bit of a tidbit here. And then when they revealed back, you know, help, the stuff that helped us unravel that, it wasn't the Scooby-Doo moment. Like mm. you crazy kids, oh, here it is. Uh-huh. There, there was, so there's another layer. And then there's another yeah. layer. The fact that we paused it to mm. talk about it. Yeah, we yeah. did is enough to go, they didn't give us heaps of information. We got good information here, which helped us piece that back together. Mm. Yes. If we just watched episode one in isolation. Which we were actually going to do, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we just watched it then by itself and then watched episode two later, I think we we would have gone, you wouldn't have picked it. Mm. Like the whole, you wouldn't have, other than it was a thing. And Dan, a question for you. I've noticed there's been a lot of criticism, particularly in Britain, particularly the BBC, where dramas are created and then a whole bunch of executives come in and note things Mm -hmm. to death and they want to make changes to the concept, to the script, to the casting. Can we make the guy not lie? (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, any of that kind of thing. Bevan Lee, as we know, has a great track record in Australian drama. This is clearly a hugely expensive production. Uh, Do you think, uh, given what you know about drama, what you've seen on screen and what you've read, that this is his vision unfolding and because of his status, Channel 7 have said, here's $10 million or whatever, do your drama. uh, Because um, some of it is, uh, for the first episode of a drama, it's not obvious what's really happening. No, absolutely. Mm. Look, Bevan is one of those... Probably the only writer in the country that a network would say, we trust you to do your thing without yes. having that kind of input. He is, and he's earned it over the years, right? He's earned his, his stripes. Um, he has a very interesting anecdote in the podcast, the Aaron Ryan chat on the TV Black Box page about how this series um, got up. I read these scripts for the first time about three years ago. So this has yeah. been wow. sitting on the shelf for a while. Not sitting on the shelf sounds like it was put aside but the issue was just trying to get funding for it and Bevan tells the story about how Julie McGowan the head of drama and Angus Ross the head of programming at Seven were both so enthusiastic about the show but kept saying look it's Mm. just going to cost too much money to make your vision come to life Um, and to his credit Tim Warner um, sort of rolled the dice and said look we'll we'll go there we'll give you the money to make this which is a huge call in drama you know in this day and age when all the money is going to reality and all those other not things. Not to drama. And well, and not to drama. And the casting of Hermione Norris really was to... Um, attract. To attract international mm. sales yeah. ahead mm. of mm. production, which allowed them to invest that little I bit more money up front. It's which finally hit me, sorry, something has finally hit me about what I liked about this, because I don't generally like Australian drama, I will say. Welcome to the TV Binge Box podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just struck me what I liked. It's the money that... Okay. Australians do suburbia really well. Yes. Yeah, Packed yeah. to the rafters, 
we can relate yeah. the clothesline, yeah. the you know weak boots in the cover, the right, you there. know, hundred percent. And I can relate. But what I want to see on TV often, which is why I'm addicted to you know housewives, all yeah. historical things with sure. horses and carriages and palaces, is a life that I don't have. Yeah. Right. A window into that. So this is the first Aussie drama I think I've seen. Where the money has been sent on the cars and the house and the apartment. How many yeah. times have we say, my God, look at that yeah. apartment. Look at that yeah. garage. And now I'm looking at something I want to look at. Yeah. So maybe that is spending that money is going to attract a higher class of viewer. I was viewer. actually going to pick up on that, Joe. Yeah. It's not just the money's been clearly spent on the production. There's no question yeah. around the casting, mm-hmm. around the effort put into, oh, Brookie. Mate, that's a slab right there. The money's been put put into the (laughs) cast. The money's been put into... You would even say the work in the writer's room, right? The the development of that. Even the shoes. I noticed her shoes. They were 100%. production. But then we get to (laughs) the set. Then we get... Well, you know, the locations. We get to the the dressing of the set. The the acknowledgement that when we talk about the Walford family, they're not just rich. They are rich. Yeah. So we have to reflect that. Nobody went out and bought the eight cars that were sitting in the garage that we saw when they drove in, right? Yeah. They're all, you know, day-long, two-day hires. Useful architraves. But it looks the goods. And you're absolutely right. To make this kind of show work, you need that kind of money. We typically haven't seen it in Australia, which is why these kinds of shows really haven't worked. And Mm. you think back to Sons and Daughters even, which was meant to be the rich family in... Sydney and the you could you know, see the sets were falling down. Yeah, yeah. still wobbly sets. Yeah. There are you, bits uh, of Sydney in this that I will never see, other than on that show. Oh, but you yeah. you were right about the cars. But the apartment is real. Oh no no, all yeah. of it is real. Yeah, but no one bought the apartment. They, what I mean someone did buy it. <laughs> sure, but the production wasn't the people that did. Well, no, but they they p- convinced the millionaire so owners or billionaire owners. Yeah, but no, no, I, but I, I agree, the point but about that is, that. and it's the same point about Hermione Norris yes. and the same point about Philip Quast is that it was convincing. Yes, I've just remembered mm-hmm. where I saw Philip Quast. Remember, I kept saying he's got such a booming voice. He was Javert in yes, Amy. Correct, oh, he was. Course. Oh, so yes. he's a big musical performer, yeah. which is why his voice kept saying yeah. his voice is like Darth Vader. It's so booming. And most recently in Operation <laughs> Buffalo, and that's where I had oh, seen him. Oh, okay. Very that big presence. And you need a presence like that for that. Time role, and organization. This was filmed two years ago. Uh the beginning of last year. So yeah, yeah, and, and Operation Buffalo was filmed right. at the end of last year. So that kind of piggyback meant mm-hmm. that it got on air before this, but it just was that connection of, that's where I saw him. And there's a bit of sexy time for Aussie drama, right? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Would, would you noted the time? It was like, okay, nine o'clock, kids must yeah, be in bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're allowed to undress. So it something got, got into M rating, didn't it, Territory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so it sounds like we have a lot of positives about this one. Let's whip around the table mm. and get a score from everyone, see what they thought out of five. Joe, let me start mm. with you. What did you okay. think? Well, initially I was sort of going, oh, it's a bit stilted and very, it's not real enough. Then we had the moment, which intrigued me enough to be compelled to to keep wanting to know more. Um, And I think the the characters are layered. I think you used the word layered. Someone did, probably wasn't there. Yeah, maybe it was the gravitas over there. (laughs) They were, the characters are layered enough that I feel like there's going to be massive backstories for mm. many. Mm. A particular, I was confronted by the mums, and I don't want to ruin the yep. story for anyone who uh, obviously won't have seen it yet. 
Mother but Grey. that particular story is, is Mother's Worst Fear. Yes. yes. So that would challenge me as a viewer to keep watching because I, I don't like being confronted sure. with that. Yeah. But I feel like every character in this show is, is going to have huge reasons yeah. for why they are acting like they are. So mm-hmm. that in itself uh, gives it probably – I'm going to sit – we're only two episodes in. Yeah. Big yeah. call. I'm going to say – Three and a half, which for me means definitely keep watching. Great. Nice. Excellent. I Brookie. would like to give it higher, but I, I feel I have to watch more. Yeah, sure. Into, yep. yeah, more into the story. Brookie? Mm-hmm. I feel I have to watch more too, but I feel that I want to watch mm. more. So yes. I'm giving it a solid four. Mm. Nice. I mm. found uh, it going into interesting places. And I liked realising that my assumptions that as a casual TV viewer you form about what's in front of you, were being very stylishly and skillfully undermined Yes. Uh, as each scene in episode two unfolded. Fair Indeed. enough. All right, and Malk? Um, I, I agree, and I'm desperately keen to see episode three. Yep. Like, it's got me... Like, I'm that in. You want to stay back tonight, don't you, Malk? Just <laughs> sit here and watch another ep. I'm he's, he's not leaving, Joe. <laughs> I'm desperately keen to watch episode three. That will happen in the next 12 hours, I can promise you that. Um... It's not all one-way traffic, though. Mm. And, and I say this as a proponent of Aussie drama, and I've loved mm. Bevan's work before. There, there were some moments where I kind of felt that while we saw a, a stark difference on the screen between the two families, the dialogue was too similar. So there okay, were some moments where I kind of point. felt, yeah. if you're the, the Aussie battlers, the mm. AFL family, you need to give us... Like, let's not go down the Kerrigan path. But, but you more sounded a whole lot yeah, like yeah. the other guys. Yeah. Um, and there just could have been that that. It was very stuff. style. It was very American dialogue. Did you think that, Dan? You're a scriptwriter, but yeah, it was I very felt like it was very more American than usually what we – the kind of one-liners, quick one-liners as they yeah. did the – Yeah, Bevan has know. a very specific way of writing. Yes. Well, he's a very clever man, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the, right. The real – Aussie character, if you wanted that, was the nurse. Yep. Yes. She was the most ochre, down to earth. Yes. Nurse Libby. But even yeah. she <laughs> seems to have a backstory that is going to be revealed. Everyone has yeah. a story. Yeah, Everyone yeah. has a story. So, to that end, like, I, I would love to say it's all of the things. I, I can't fit. I'm going to put myself at 3.75, three and three quarter stars. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm with Joe. I think it's definitely let's push in. Yep. I'm with Brookie. Like I want to see more, but yep. there were just a few too many moments that I it took me out of it again. Where I, it's only in the the processing that I'm going yep. okay. So that was why I just kind of disconnected or why. And and we like we in previews don't get the ad breaks. We don't. Of course, you know, we yep. can just start into it. So that will help. And it's not a double ep premiere. It's a single ep. So look, I 100 watch it. Great. If you're keen on it, come back the week after. But definitely, definitely watch episode one. W- will it live or die by its first no, episode? No, this is in. Well, ratings-wise, I would say yes. Sorry mm. if that's what you meant. Mm. Sorry, that's Brookie pouring a glass we've of water. Become, <laughs> we as television viewers have, thanks to places like Netflix where it's next, next, next and all the rest of it, built a really um, sort of short attention mm. span yes. where like we judge things really quickly. Which yeah. is in part, I don't know if you noticed, in that first episode, the first segment up to the first ad break was nearly 20 minutes long. Mm. It was a big establishment. Let's get all the stuff on the screen so that you hang around. Yeah. Um, 
Trudy didn't hang around. <laughs> well, the younger ones, that's my daughter, everyone. We, she gave Done. it five minutes and was out. No, she was you out. Know, I don't but know that that's the target To be frank, <laughs> it's not yeah. written for 15-year-olds. Yeah. Yes, yeah. very true. All right. And for me, it was an interesting experience because obviously I, I had read the script, so it was interesting to then see it come to life. Some yeah, of yeah, it yeah. very differently to what I thought in terms yeah. of some of the casting. Um, and some of the moments, I think, exceeded what I expected. Some of them maybe didn't quite live mm. up to what I had expected. Ah. So for me, it's a really solid four. Good. And I look forward to watching it unfold over the coming weeks. Okay. Amazing. So make sure you check it out too. That is Between Two Worlds, Sunday nights on Channel 7. So good. Let us know what you think. We're at TV underscore binge box on Twitter or TV binge box gang. Podcast gang on Facebook, something like that. Bingo. Um, and next week, we're sticking with the Aussie drama theme for Group Binge, Wentworth Season 8. Oh, Wentworth my God, I got some catching up to oh. do. It premieres Tuesday night at 8.30pm on Fox Showcase oh. and will be streaming shortly thereafter, of course. The Freak is back, lots yep. of new characters. I cannot Freak. wait to see what's in store. Malk's already teased that it's awesome. And I've got episodes two and three sitting uh, in my inbox. We will so have but, but we will only have meant to have seen episode yeah, one, so correct? One. Okay. Yeah. I yes, will have watched it. You've got to be serious. I will have watched it. Make sure you watch along too and let us know what you think so you can join the conversation. That is Wentworth Redemption Tuesday night on Fox Showcase. Get involved. We're going to take a very quick break now. And when we come back, it is Brookie's Quiz. Oh my goodness, I'm nervous. And Rob and Rob Media executive Rob McKnight. Something brand new is coming to your social media feed. Big Brother winner Ben Norris. This is something bold and informative with a side of humour. And journalist David Robbo Robinson. It's truly going to be something different. Ben Robin Robbo Show starts April 20. Go to tvblackbox.com.au slash BRR for more information. It's the Ben Robin Robbo, Ben Robin Robbo, Ben Robin Robbo Show. Yes, the Ben, Rob and Robbo Show is beaming into your TV Blackbox social feeds and over at Ticket TV every Monday through Thursday from 1pm. Check it out. Now, I'd planned to make you a special intro, Brookie, but I ran out of time. So, I'll just have to do my very best game show voice. Are you ready? <gasps> yes. Okay. And now, from the studios of Joe Casamento's living room, it's the game all of Australia loves. It's Brookie's Quiz. He's your host, Stephen Brook. Oh, hello. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm loving this already. You come with a theme song. This is so good. <laughs> Oh, you can play along at home as well. Get out a pen and paper. You will be able paper. to post your scores on our TV Binge Box Podcast Gang Facebook page. It's very simple. Ten points for each correct answer. But 20 points for the bonus TV themes. And some questions you don't get any score for, but you can just show us how smart you are. So did anyone recognise that theme song? Oh, was that... um, Blankety blank. Yes, well done. Yeah, there we are. No points for that. (laughs) (laughs) Just slip some in there if you want. I'm your mother and I feed you. Dan needs all the help he can get. I had planned to start this with question one, but a question occurred to me whilst we were watching Between Two Worlds. Oh. So I've slipped in a question zero, Ooh, which is this. Right. 
What name links Beverly's drama Between Two Worlds with the BBC's longest-running soap opera, EastEnders? I love EastEnders. What name? As in character physical name? actor or some made-up character name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Would you like me to brush your teeth as well? Wow. Wow. Um, it is a name in the show. All right. Oh. Den? Oh, I'm not supposed to shout it out. Sorry. No, write your answers down. Oh, I can only think of one character, so I don't think it was in that one. Okay. okay. Right. I've written a name. It was a pretty big name. Oh, oh. yeah, because I just saw Malt's page. Oh. <laughs> so have you all written your answers? No, yes. I've seen Malt's answer now. How can you say his point. answers? Oh, Malkson. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I should have got this because uh, I watch EastEnders all the time. Yeah. Well, you still got it. You still got it. Joe, what is now. your answer? Why Denny? Because that was the only guy I could remember from EastEnders. Wasn't he the publican? But he wasn't No, that was Den Watt. Den. Okay. Good answer, but... Um, no. Not I had no show. answer, unfortunately. I've let everyone down. Malk, did you have an answer? I wrote down Walford. Why Walking. did you write down Walford? Because that was the only clue I could get. Out of what you said. Okay. That's where EastEnders is set. There we go. Correct. And it's the name of one of the main families. So Malt gets 10 points. I should have got that. What a start. What a start. (laughs) Yes, but that was quick. I just made that one up on the spot. It's all downhill from here. I'm just going to be struggling. The next question one is multiple choice. (laughs) I think you really need it. Did Malt win our first quiz? Yes. Okay. Keep up, Joe. Okay, question one. What is the longest (laughs) running television show in Australia? That is not a news program. Oh, is it Play School, Four Corners, or Behind the News? Oh, God. Oh, I is that ABC, or we just the name of the show? No, no, just write down the name of the show. Mm. Okay. Are your answers in? You did yeah. say that isn't a news show, yes? No, no, no. I said that is not the news. Oh, not yeah. the news. The news. Okay. So it's one of those three options. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, is that the cat in the garbage bag? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're not recording. Luckily, we still are. Plug me back in. Is your one job. I'm At least we can. Do you want to do a pick up? She's getting fluffy, though. Just as well I had the, the batteries in this thing. The door. Yeah. We could have been in a real shit. Okay, okay. Dan, what so was your answer? I said play school. Good answer. Might be right, might be wrong. You said play school? I said four corners. And uh, now, Assistant Ali, what is the correct answer? Four corners. Oh, you're wrong. For 10 points, Malt gets the score again. Early. Just early early points. Easy points. (laughs) Question two. What is the name of Nicole Kidman's production company? Is it Blossom Films, North Shore Productions, or Nick Flicks? Oh, I'm guessing. North Shore Productions. Okay. Okay. Oh. Uh, So Joe's saying North Shore Productions. I'm saying Possum Films. And what is Malk saying? It w- I heard Blossom. Is it Possum? Oh, would it? Sorry. No, I said Blossom. Oh, Blossom. You're saying yeah. Blossom. I'm also saying Blossom. You're I'm also old. saying Blossom. <laughs> Ali, what is the answer? Blossom Films. Oh, yeah, come on. Damn it. I suck. Keep it okay. up. Okay. Okay, bonus TV mm-hmm. themes okay. round. This is extra points. Oh, this this is, is from a global reality program. Right. Okay. Oh, I could mm-hmm. be in here. Yep. You are definitely for in 
20 points. What is this theme music? That is it. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's British. That version is, but it's been seen around the world in probably every market. Dan, what was your answer? Big Brother. Joe, what was your answer? I, I was going to say Celebrity Big Brother. Okay. And Malk, what were you going to say? I said Only Ways Essex. Okay. Ali, what have we got written down? Big Brother UK. <laughs> So, yeah. no, you both get 20 points yeah. for that. Spot the man who has yeah. not watched Big Brother UK. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's the best Big Brother. I'm sure it is. Okay, we're right from the headlines. Question four. Which Aussie musician just live-streamed a solo performance from London called Alone at Alexandria Palace? Like, in the past 24 hours. And was Aussie plagued musician. with technical difficulties. I didn't watch it. It was all over oh. Facebook, kids. It was all over Facebook. I've been preparing oh. cheese platters for you guys. As were the complaints <laughs> about it. Okay. Oh, I, so a friend of mine watched it with her kid and she said, Mummy, does someone always die at, in all these guys, all this oh man's God, songs? Oh, God, a dark person. Oh, oh God. Well, I wrote it down one. someone who's oh. connected to him then. Can only be one. Okay, Abitur are we answers Luke. in or are, or are answers yeah, in? I got it wrong. Okay. Kylie. Okay. Kylie, definitely. Nick Cave. Well, hang on. She did do a song with <laughs> you. What was the only reason <laughs> yeah. she was in my consciousness? <laughs> oh, but she has got a new album, yeah, so that does. kind of was logical. Ali, what's the answer? Nick Cave. Okay, points to Joe and Malk. I think Malk's oh. ahead. Very a thing. That's very sad. He must Question five. What sitcom was... What global hit sitcom was first broadcast in 2015... On Canada's CBC network for 10 points. 2015 global sitcom. Global hit sitcom. Yeah. Global hit. 2015. Oh. What's the one with Sophia? What's her face? No. Oh. Now, That's Joe, you are not co opting your children into, into I this. I feel like I need help. No, I don't know. I need a team. Oh. Why are you scrunching up? You can still write an answer down. Well, I wrote down the wrong one. I feel like I can't <laughs> change it now. Well, change it, man. I haven't asked anyone yet. I feel like once it's committed to paper, I'm like cheating if I change it. Okay. Dan, you That's not the right one. I don't know. I know I didn't look at you. Okay. Well, you two oh, are on the same okay. page. Well, mine's wrong. I wrote Do you know it was the wrong one then? Okay, sorry, Joe. Mine's wrong. Modern Family. Okay, I, like, I love your lack of confidence in yourself. Dan, what did you write? I thought it was Shit's Creek. Okay. I also wrote Shit's Creek. Well, what's the answer, Adam? Shit's Creek. Aww. That was the only one that went from... Well, Can yeah, you help me, child? Who's dropping you to Nepal tomorrow? Oh, my God, look at this. A family <laughs> unravelling. A first on TV binge box. That's okay. Right. I've got the other daughter's scorekeeping over there. Uh, we are heading to America now. We are heading to the major TV networks' nightly news shows. So, multiple choice. You've got a choice for which TV news theme is this? CBS, NBC or ABC? Mm -hmm. 
From the news studios in Washington, it's... Fanfare for the board meeting. Okay, so answers, Dad, what do you go for? I said CBS. Okay. Oh, I said NBC. Right, Mulk? I also said NBC. Okay, so... <laughs> Ali, what's the answer? ABC. Oh, oh we're I all wrong. I crossed ABC oh. out. ABC so World News class? Tonight. Amazing. Oh. Okay. It was because you did your voiceover. I changed it. <laughs> well, you know, I shouldn't have done that because I nearly said <laughs> ABC. No, that, you would have yeah. played straight into it. Okay. What service offers your favourite reality TV all in one place? Oh, you did oh, that for wow. me. You're so sweet. Wow. Did you scrap a question just for that? No, I didn't actually. <laughs> but Tutu, you need to get up and read their answer because if they haven't spelt it correctly, they're not getting the points. Oh. oh. Wow. Good. Okay. I Okay, so sure what's the answer, hey Joe? You. Hey, hey you. you. Yes. Which actually is a really and Malk, annoying it is hey you. interface. But how do you spell hey you? H-A-Y-U. With a lowercase H if you really want to be specific. No, we don't want to be that specific. Yeah, okay, okay they all got that points. correct. Yeah, we all got it. Hooray us. All right. Well done. Well, I did Thank make... I, can I just clarify? I did make you watch Shards <laughs> of Sunset, Housewives of New York, Housewives of Beverly Hills. What else do we watch tonight? The way that we're all sitting, it really looks like it's us versus Bookie. Okay. <laughs> well, it is. Now, this question eight, I swear, Joe, is a real-life Trivial Pursuit question okay. that my brother sent into the Connie Bear family WhatsApp group. Okay. And my cousin Johnny got it wrong, and so he's actually not coming to Christmas lunch this oh year. Oh, my God, Goodness he got banned. I, I'm banning him the because <laughs> the question wow. was... Because oh, he got it wrong? It's well, well no just let me read the question. Okay. <laughs> Which of the following is not a Doctor Who oh. monster? God. Jesus. Oh, my God. So Dalek? you mean the whole Brooke household is obsessed with Doctor Who? Well... Johnny clearly isn't, but he's not in it anymore. <laughs> Dalek, Tribble, or Zygon? What was the first one? Dalek. What was the question? Uh, Which one is not, not a... What is not a Doctor Who monster? Dalek, Tribble, or Zygon? I think it's that one. I'm going with Tribble. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you've gone for Tribble. Mulk, you've gone for... I've also gone for Tribble. Right. Zygon. Okay. <laughs> Ali, what's the answer? Tribble. Yay! Oh. Tribble is actually a very famous Star Trek yes. monster. Oh. Uh, which segues very neatly into question nine. Star which Trek. Is no. The answer is Star Trek. How many TV series oh, Jesus. of Star Trek have either been made or announced? Oh, or announced it's cold. So, you've got options. Yeah. You've got 8, 10, or 13. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh. So, it's multiple choice. I'm going 13. I also said 13. Okay. 8. Uh, right. Oh, Ali, this is slightly so embarrassing. What's the answer? 13. Well done, Yay! you guys. And the okay. trekking over there. No, 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 no. Don't you accuse me of that. <laughs> I'm not You're a You're quite a hard sci-fi fan, but you've slightly diminished before our very eyes with that <laughs> one. Ouch. Okay, wow. question 10. How's what network started in 1972 in the US and describes itself as the oldest, longest, continually, continuously operating TV subscription service in America? 
subscription service. Yeah, so a cable service, oh, basically. Okay. Oh, um, Hallmark? <laughs> uh, right. Actually, I'm giving you a hint, Joe. No. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it's a big What's daddy of subscription oh. TV. What's the one that everyone loves, that everything good's on? I'm not going to tell you. No, it's the one everyone that's... That one. That one. The yes. one, hey you. Fox News. Uh, no, no, no. It's, no, it's drama. No. It's drama. I'm with you. Oh, not Bravo. Yes, no, it's Bravo. It's Bravo. Oh, God bless you. I was going to say oh. the one the Sex in the City was. That one. Oh, it's Obviously. not Bravo. Oh, you're lying. <laughs> no, <laughs> is a mean player. HBO. HBO. <laughs> oh. HBO. Gosh. This is like the law <laughs> of... This is like write down 20 questions. You'll eventually you get it wrong. Right. too. Dan and I are so on the same page. <laughs> hey, Ali. <laughs> what, what did you I say? I wrote HBO. I said Hallmark. I HBO. Don't trust you. HBO. Oh. Yeah, this is such a dumb game. <laughs> <laughs> I do Dan, you're the TV <laughs> professional here. Okay, here's a classic <laughs> Australian <laughs> drama. For 20 points, what is the theme song of this much loved and sadly missed show? I'll give you a hint. Mm, keep going, keep going, keep playing. I will, but I'll just give you a hint. Somebody who ends up very dead in Between Two Worlds was the star. so much joe definitely not the sullivans oh. dan oh i changed it to the sullivans oh. after your clue that's not what i had oh. first though. you threw me i had division four first okay i well. left it as blank because i honestly did not know oh okay <laughs> i think i'm nerdier than you guys it was patrol boat oh, oh. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> what year was that how old are you was, i am not that older <laughs> than you and it was 1978 it was anyway old. Okay. Andrew was in the Sullivan's, though, wasn't he? He was, yeah, correct. Was. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to throw you off like that. We've got it wrong anyway, so it, it really doesn't matter. The, the Sullivan's was how Jeff Harvey okay. afforded to retire. So, question 12. What do Lincoln, what do Lincoln Lewis, what unusual mm -hmm. fact do Lincoln Lewis, Kate Raisin, Deborah Lawrence, and Craig McLaughlin have in common? Oh, I can guess this one, I think. Lincoln Lewis? Yeah. Kate Raisin. Kate Raisin. Deborah, Deborah Lawrence. Lawrence and Craig McLaughlin. Yeah. I'm a little bit confused, but I. I Sex what? tape. I <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm mixing my two soaps, but I'm going to say Home and Away. But I know Craig McLaughlin was on Neighbours, but did he have a part in Home and Away? I, I, I Ask the man who edited you a whole bunch of scripts loud, on Home and Away. Are thinking out loud or are okay. you just what giving it away, Joe? Well, Home and Away. No, 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 no. You, you, you just, you just talked it out. Oh, I thought it was, what do they all have in common? Yes. They have something in yeah. common. Oh, they're on Not Aussie one soaps. thing. 
they all start on both home and away. Oh, and I mixed it up. Ah, okay. fabulous! I thought they were just on. Lincoln Lewis really do neighbours. Mm-hmm. He did a guest spot. So Amazing. Isn't Deborah Lover, was that so I yeah. am actually giving you that joke because really? oh, you're very Because you basically read it out. <laughs> Died in a soapy. Technically, no, that's correct. That that for any of them yeah. to have acted in either of those shows, yeah. they died. I kind of feel that the whole thing is slipping away from us. <laughs> <laughs> it's no slipping away is, from you, Brookie. No one is sure. into this. Sorry. I okay, let's try and rescue it. Dan got it. Dan got it, but yeah. Dan is not happy. Dan I would also no, know. I'm happy. I'm thrilled. Okay. Dan should know, by the way, VT yeah. Dubs. This is a... Uh, don't tell me where is it going. Okay, yeah. Okay. Here we are. This is a TV... Drama series. Yeah, that's mm. good. Thank you, Brookie. From 1873. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is actually solidly from the 80s. Okay. 20 points. Can you guess what it is? Do you want a well, clue? I've seen your answer, so I'm going to say Dynasty. It was a spin-off. Ah. What was your answer? It's and not Australian. It's, no, it's, it's American spin-off. It starred Stephanie Beecham and Charlton Heston. And it had a funny scene where someone got kidnapped by a spaceship. Not Landing. No. no. Oh, um, Falcon. The Colbys. Yes, Dan! Dan, Dan gets 20 points for that. <laughs> After three wow. different answers. Hang on, that's not what Dan I had, had written, written down. down. That's all right, I'll I, give it you to know, you. You know, Mulk, at this stage you. of the night, I'm yeah. just glad well, somebody got it right. out some, I talked had it out. nothing. Okay, all right. We would not be invited the to the Brooks Christmas, would we? Dynasty. I'll tell you what, we're not being yeah. invited well, to his Brookies yeah. quiz team <laughs> anytime soon. No, we've let him down pretty bad. It was TV before it was what you think it was. Yeah. Okay. It was a thing. Okay. Question 15. Channel 7 in Sydney has a call sign ATN. What does the N stand for? I'm just going to go network. No. Guess again. (laughs) That's what I put too. I thought it was the Australian (laughs) television network. I said network. It is, but the call sign means something slightly different. Oh. Channel 10 is T-E-N. Channel 9 is... I've got node. T-C-N. Survey says, what's the answer? Channel 9 in Victoria is GTV. Yes. Channel 7 in Victoria is HSV. (laughs) N? So you're saying the N, meaning oh. the end of vision. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk this one out. Okay. TCN9 in New South Wales. TEN10 in yes. New South Wales. Yes. In, in Victoria, oh, it's okay. HSV7 oh. in Victoria. It's GTV9 in Victoria. So New South Wales. Yes! Oh, my God, Dan! Well done. Victoria? Okay. That's yeah. not what you had Thank written you. down, but... 
You know what? I'm scrapping question 15 because it's too old for you guys. Of course. Now I've caught up. BTQ7 in Queensland. Thanks very much. Makes no, complete no, a whole bunch not, of sense. No. Okay. <gasps> Nearly did it again. Uh, I, We're up to 15, Brooklyn. I know. Okay. <laughs> He's so disappointed in us. Question 15. Question 15. Which Kardashian has the most Instagram followers? Kim, Chloe, Courtney, or Kylie? Well, it, oh, I'm, I'm going off 2018. No, because so. I looked today. today. Well done. Yeah. And you know so what? Much. The answer Is will surprise. Well, surprise and me. And amaze. You know, Kylie? Wait, I said Kylie. I also said Kylie. Oh, my God. It's Kylie. Woohoo! Everyone See, knows this that. Is our level. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you've got to live. She's flogging shit six ways How, from Sunday. The egg post. I'm just having the How? But I, I actually, Sorry. I don't know. My ignorance thought it would be Kim, but anyway. Oh God, no. She's so. That, she oh, led the way, Brookie, yeah, but was quickly yeah. overtaken by her baby sister. Yeah. No, only by five million. Oh, is that all? I yeah. don't want to break it to you, mate, but. If you had only $5 million to give me, I would only no, take no, no, it. No, 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 I'm not saying they have 5 million followers. I'm saying that Kylie Jenner has 5 million more, 186 million Instagram wow. followers, whereas Kim only has, well, only has 181 million. Yeah, but that's my that's point. A if a lot it's of only people in the world. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, question 17. Followers. Who won a gold Logie but. in 2017 for appearing on only four hours of television? Can I say it? Hang on. Everyone is writing. Oh, no, I think I've got the wrong one, actually. I was confident. You're right. I'm wrong. Have I you written anything? I can't even read if you've written anything. Yeah, I wrote Grant Denier and it's wrong. He was yeah. on Samuel that Johnson. family. He was, he was <gasps> what? I didn't count. I yeah, counted too Melville. far. No, I counted yeah. too far. Okay, what did you put, Mole? I said Carrie Bigmore. I've counted too far. She was on more than four hours of she's television. On she's, on, she's on hundreds of hours. Chill. <laughs> I think the year she won, she was off pregnant. Uh, well, oh. I thought Grant because I think wasn't it could his be show axed when he got it. He no, it was they had ceased making it. it but why did Samuel Johnson win for the two part Molly? Molly. Yeah, Molly, Molly, which was only four, four hours. hours. Well so done. So ten play. points to Dan I Bennett. Think Dan might be. I reckon Dan's way yeah. ahead. In 2019, ahead. we're nearly at the end. 17. I've, yeah, okay, sorry. I've even got a sports question and I'm just thinking <laughs> I should scrap that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Sally is dumped. Oh, yeah, but they won't get that. Hang on, anyway. hang on. Hang okay. on, I need every point I can get. All Let's right. I, okay, I will okay. do the remaining questions. Okay. The listeners might know. In 17. 2019, what was the top rated TV show on Rotten Tomatoes? Was it Chernobyl? Chernobyl. I know. I, 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 I've said it wrong in so many podcasts. I'm going to keep <laughs> saying keep it wrong. Going. Succession or Fleabag? Mm. I'm going to say it was Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Okay. What's Dan Bennett saying? Fleabag. What is Joe Casamento saying? I said Fleabag too. And what's the answer? Fleabag. Well done, kids. I was going to say Succession, but I know well it's got a cult following. Okay, this is like you've got a you've got a fifty fifty chance of getting okay. this one right. I think. Failure for the last six questions. In nineteen sixty seven, 
What was the first football grand final of any code to be televised live in Australia? Do you want the code or the teams that played? No, no, no I just want the code. Oh. Look at you acting like you know it all. Think of football. Well, it's got to be the footy. NRL. It's basically rugby league. Yeah, league. AFL. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> Wait till I get the microphone. <laughs> rugby so League. So cold, Ali. League. So cold. It was Rugby League and it was shown on Channel 9, which paid five grand. Well, it wow. would have been called VFL then, more than likely. Mm. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it was it was Aussie Rules or it was Rugby League and it was Rugby yeah. League. Okay, friends, we have reached the <laughs> final that question. That drunk tonight. Did you notice my right, cat so only drinks from goblets? Yeah, gold goblets. Just, just, just have a look. Just show me. Oh my god, Brian. Why are you going to try and skew it? Well, I'm just wondering. It's a two-part question. It's a TV theme. Yeah. Do you want a total twenty points, or do you want forty points? Oh. There's two answers that you need to put down. Thanks for explaining that, Al. <laughs> yeah. Up to you. Yeah, go know. for it. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah why not? Uh, yeah. Do you want 20 points for each? Yep. yep. Okay. Sure. So what I would like is I'm about to play you a classic American song mm-hmm. and I want you to tell me the TV program that it is associated with uh, and you can work that out by the cast that are singing it. Does that make sense? Sure. Sure. Hang on, sorry. Say it again. So I want the name of the song and I want yep. the TV cast that are singing it. Right. Okay. I'm there. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. How old is it? 67, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like 35 million years before. What's the song? American Pie. Yep, American Pie is the song. I d- couldn't think of the name of the song. It's John McClane. So I've got zero points. Okay. So it was American Pie. I think Tootie knew that because she actually yelled it out halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, times. and do we have any visibility on who we think? I said Brady Bunch. Did so you? Because I remember their special. What did you say, Dan? I thought it was the Partridge Family. Okay. I did well, also write close, the Partridge Family. However, now I'm feeling very Donnie and Marie Osmond or the Osmond Family. Oh, but oh the Osmond I Family. Think it's well, yeah. let's actually ask them ourselves. Oh. Hi, this is Barry Williams. I'm Greg on Paramount Television's There we go. All six of us Brady kids. Maureen McCormick, Christopher Knight, Eve Plum, Mike Lookinland, Susan Olsen, and me, Barry Williams, have put it all together. We're now the Brady Bunch singing group. We got a sound we hope you'll like. And we're making our debut on the Do-Re-Mi episode of the Brady Bunch, which airs Friday, January 14th over ABC TV. 
We're sending you the special advanced copy, and we hope you'll enjoy it. Ready, gang? So, so much that hope so before he hooked up with his mum. <laughs> yeah, and that cool. brings us to the very end of the quiz. Yay. Well done, Brookie. All right, well, All right, how did we go? We've got to find out how we went. We Hang on, I scored an extra 40 at the end you there. Did, oh, I think Joe's yeah. Joe got a, Joe a big 40 Joe at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, run. did we leave the addition, the math, math well, to... Yes, to we team. totally do. Oh we totally did. Now hold on. Check over her shoulder. Did you get American Pie? I did get American yes. Pie. Mom, I didn't and you like I got out. nothing. Okay. So Joe gets 40 for that last yeah. lot and Malt Malt gets, 20. gets 20. No, no. Over here, <laughs> Ali. <laughs> Ali, stop <laughs> micromanaging. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you're not doing maths. No, oh stop God. it. I've given This will make great listening for everybody. This is phenomenal. Welcome Ali. to the Casamento family. <laughs> Please stay with us, folks, while we just tally the scores. Please wait a moment while we cue that next track right up. No, this is gold. Okay, Alan. And we have the official results. You're coming over to announce the scores. Oh, this is actually controversial. In third place, Tootie, who do we have? Mole. Oh. oh. And is that big run in the middle? How much Four did he grace. score? A mm. hundred and ten. Oh. Was that okay. big run in the middle where I got Not a whole bunch of oh. Second place getter with 140 this points is, Actually, is Dan. Which means oh. Joe's our winner. Yay. And what was the final score there? 150 points. Oh, you got her maths right. Nice. You actually added it up right. So Joe was keeping her own scores to double check on it. Oh my god! I'm so proud of you, and without a calculator. I know. Oh my god! <laughs> and how did you do at home? Please post your yes, scores yes. on the TV Bingebox podcast gang. Oh, thanks, Brookie. Facebook awesome. page, all that hurt and embarrassment, Joe, <laughs> and the popcorn spillage upstairs was worth it because you came and out number one. Our respect. Yes, you, Joe. Your prize is you get to stay in. Bragging rights. <laughs> Bragging Yay. rights until episode thirty. Oh, Brookie, no, I mean you so get much. to stay on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Gosh, this is really this tough is business. harsh. God, this Brook family. It you're out for Christmas, out of the podcast. Imagine if you'd lost. <laughs> It'd just be me, Brookie, and Dan. Well, we do have some bad news for you, Mom. No, sorry. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Brookie. That was a lot of together. fun, girls. Thank you for your help. We um we couldn't have got yes. there without you. I'm sure you've had better things to do on a Friday night. Yes, but anyway, um, look, we had better get out of here before before things start to really get out of control. Normal programming will resume next week with group binge, clap or slap, and rewind. And in the meantime, we'll have lots of great viewing tips for you online. We're at TV underscore bingebox on Twitter, and you can find us at TV bingebox podcast gang. On Facebook, we'll be dropping lots of suggestions for you across the week. But for now, it's time to say a huge thanks, as always, to our binge boxers, Malk, Joe, and Brookie. Where can we find you on the socials, Malk? I'm at Steve Malk on all of the places that count. Friends, continue to listen, continue to love us. We need you. We do. And Joe? At Joe. <coughs> Excuse me. My winnings have really thrown me. <coughs> I'm not used to it. At Joe.Casamento on Instagram. I'm only saying one. Sure. It's too yeah, many. Sure. Brookie. I am at Viscount Brookie on Twitter and Instagram or on our TV Binge Facebook page. 
and I'm at Dan M. Bennett on Twitter and underscore Dan M. Bennett on Instagram. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. We have so much fun doing this podcast, but we love that it's not just for shits and giggles and that people actually enjoy listening too. So thank you. Make sure you join us again next week for more TV Binge Box. Until then, we're out. Bye.